Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And uh, what a Friday it is. High school football continuing in the area. Um, Hated to see Marlin fall. Man, that was a bummer. Loved all our high school coverage this year from all our local folks. Got great local. Nicole's been on with us. Darby's been on with us. A lot of Chad. Um, everybody. Parker and Eric. Good to see Eric the other night at a game. Uh, Shaji. Good work by our local folks. And then also the folks at the Waco Trib. And then uh, Ward and Steven. I mean, no matter what the broadcasting situation is like or wherever they have to be, it sounds incredibly professional and they do a great job. And uh, Ward and Stephen Simcox have become one of the area's uh, top pairings when it comes to uh, broadcasting these uh, games. So that's great. Now, of course, we love uh, we love Tom and Coach Tusa. They do a great job. And so Mart continues on this evening and uh, really starting to even think uh, about, like, maybe where that next game could end up being played. Tom and I were uh, talking about that, but you don't want to look past, don't want to look past this game. Some really good nuggets that Tom may be jumping on with us at about 5.30, 5.35 to share about uh, Martin. Now, the Nikki Collin, uh, her appearance is uh, always love having Nikki on. Big win over SMU last night. And, um, Aaron, I know you were producing that broadcast. Uh, Ryan filling in for Derek. Derek was under the weather. Lori doing a nice job. But um, good crowd. Good crowd there in Dallas. I was at the Cowboys game and didn't get to didn't get to go over there, but uh, really nice crowd. And uh, and uh, and that was uh, kind of neat to see the Bears take over Moody Coliseum where the uh, SMU Mustangs play. SMU kind of tried to hang in there. The Bears kept kind of putting it on them, pulling away. They would try to get back in it. Then they kind of hit them with a barrage there in the third quarter and got it out to a 17-point lead. Really, I mean, Dariana is big time. She can score like crazy. Putbacks, moves, whatever she needs. Bella is um, probably the best sixth uh, woman in the conference right now, it looks like. And uh, and then I say that, and Felder is just unbelievable to me. Like the stuff she does, the passes. Yaya Felder is, and of course I'm a big Sarah Andrews guy, but Felder is, and Aaron, I know you were listening to a lot of it, and I'm sure, I don't know if you had your ESPN Plus app on as well, but I mean, what Felder can do in, in the passing game is is not is kind of uncommon. Um, 
the things she sees, how she threads the needle with passes, she'll rip a pass from half court. I mean, if you're not ready at Madison, um, you know, one of the transfers, I got all these transfers, but I mean, golly, there was one pass whipped in there. I can't remember if that was the first quarter last night or into the first quarter. And I was just like, whoa. I mean, so anyway, that was, uh, that was a good win. We'll have, uh, so we'll have Nikki at five o'clock today. We're going to have Coach Aranda at four o'clock. I, by popular demand, Aaron, I, I, you know, again, I, I understand a lot of people were ready for a new head coach, but I was surprised even from some of the people who were ready for change. We got a huge response to that interview. And Dave was just kind of, I mean, he was candid. And it's like a, one of my old colleagues called me today and said, man, he actually answered your questions. He answered your questions. And, um, and I had somebody call me, Aaron, and say, I couldn't, I had to pull, I, I didn't get out of the car. I stayed in the car to listen to the interview. So appreciate that. Very, uh, and that was kind of cool. I went to the Cowboys game last night. And even people in the Cowboys press box were like, hey, man, I enjoyed the interview. So um, we're going to let you hear that um, in its entirety at 4 o'clock. All right, our 5 o'clock audience last night is uh, got to hear it at 5 o'clock. Now, again, a reminder, the, OS, the offensive coordinator thing happened um, after – we got off the phone with Dave. It kind of was happening almost right as we were wrapping Literally, up the call. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear him talking about. Uh, and, of course, I wish he had made the call like while I was on the phone with him somehow. We couldn't quite get that to happen. Um, we are going to meet with, and, and I'll have him on soon, or our station will, um, one of our various shows. We've got four different shows now. I mean, we're on from 11 to 6, live and local. and uh, But we'll have uh, Jake Spavital, the new offensive coordinator. I can be a little greedy. Um, I think one of our former colleagues, Aaron, would <laughs> we, we used to butt heads over guests like crazy. I'm trying to be a little more in the sharing mood around the holidays. So, you know, we'll just see. Uh, one of us will end up with Jake Spavital. And I'm I'm uh Aaron, as you've now had twenty-four hours to or however many hours, twelve hours, to process the Spavital news, you he's been at Texas State, didn't go well there as a head coach, but kind of everywhere he's been as a coordinator, points haven't been a problem. I mean, and now they kind of his time they were ready to move him on out, as I recall, at AM, but Man, scoring was not really ever an issue. And then at Cal, he really had a great impact on the Cal offense this year. They kind of had a turnaround. Aaron, I, I'm i not even so much like I, – I, I can't wait to get to know Jake. I'm hearing good things about him. But, like, I think given how bad the, the season was – and, by the way, not just on the offensive side of the ball. It was on the defensive side of the ball. You know, I, uh, I, I think uh, I'm just I, I just the the thought of like an air raid 
And again, he runs a different type of one. It excites me. Just the tempo of it, what it may look like, opening it up, spreading it out. And again, I say that also saying how much I loved. It's like what I really love is winning. Like whatever was working for Grimes in 2021, I love that. I love that with Gary Bohannon and then Blake Shapin. Um, and, uh, and Aaron, because I did see a note uh, in the past 12, 13 hours that uh, Jeff Grimes has taken his hat out of the ring for the UTEP, um, the uh, UTEP head coaching position. And Aaron, you'll like this. Um, Jeff, who, you know, it's a tough time. I mean, he's had a great career. And I mean, I, I'm sure he's been part of a staff that maybe they, I, they got fired. But for the most part, he's just gone, had a lot of success throughout his career. So this is a tough deal. Um, but he texted me uh, earlier today to say that uh, he has gone in the portal. He's he's and he's and he's looking at different opportunities, and I kind of I like that. I like a man who uh, he's got a great attitude, and somebody will get a tremendous coach, whether it's an OC or as an O line coach. I think of Jeff as literally one of the the top O line coaches in the country. So. You know, if somebody has an opportunity, uh, I think he can do that. Or, you know, go back to being an OC like, uh, and just kind of take the RVO somewhere else and get it rolling again. Um, Aaron, I'm sorry. I was coming to you on something. Um, Spavital, now that it's kind of washed over you a little bit, um, where is your – are you kind of in wait-and-see mode or are you kind of pumped a little bit? Kind of like, hey, I kind of like – I like the sound of this. Yeah, I mean, I was out of the list of possible candidates that I kept reading. I thought he was. Yeah. I thought personally he was at the top of that list, so I was, I was pretty happy when it was when he was named the the offensive coordinator. Okay, now, he, I mean, just yeah. yeah. Of course, he's got a long career, but if you just look at California this year, uh, they increased their offensive production eleven points a game his first year back there, and. For people wondering about the running attack, they had a 1,200-yard rusher who was 10th in the country. So mm-hmm. it's a lot like an old offense that used to be here. It's spread and throw the ball all over the field, but you can also run the ball really effectively out of it. Yeah. I mean, I and he does run the ball. He is not afraid to run the ball. Uh, Spavitol. And uh, I'm, I'm anxious to meet him, visit with him a little bit. You know, introduce him to ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, um, there's more movement on this staff. Spavitol will probably get to certainly have some say for some of the assistance he has coming in. I I was uh, trying to get a workout in earlier, Aaron. If you've seen me lately, that might surprise you. But I um, I got a call. And like somebody, it was it was a really accomplished position coach, and they were saying, "Hey, hey, I'd like to." And it was somebody who could bring some um, major. So, Aaron, we need to keep an eye on because we've got pieces moving around on this offensive staff. Like I, I don't want to jump the gun on on a couple things, but I, I do think there's some movement. On this offensive side of the ball, we'll keep an eye on things. But I did find that interesting that Sean Bell 
is moving from quarterbacks coach to tight ends. That tight ends was kind of, uh, that was a Jeff Grimes special. He's a huge O-line background, but he, he, he loved the tight ends and, and amassed a, put a really quality group of tight ends together. What does that mean? I, that's hard to say. I mean, I think Sean's ultimate goal, well, to probably be a head coach, but also, um, you know, be an offensive coordinator and maybe someday you get to call plays. That's, that's an interesting deal to go from quarterbacks coach to tight ends. I I would say Aaron I, I it's like I he's just such a, a beloved former Baylor guy that I just kind of always uh hope those guys get to stay around obviously but given <clears throat> what happened this season you can't be surprised at anybody who ends up on different staffs or or it gets fired or whatever. So if they've worked it out with if Dave Aranda to bring back Sean Bell, then that's good. That's good. And I'm really uh, I'm happy for him. You know, one of the things Baylor's got to do, and I think they're on their way, and I'm sure Sean had a huge say in this. Rhett also like the uh, – and I, I'll, I'll be very interested to see what they do at quarterbacks, Coach, because I, I, I've really liked Rhett Holcomb. Um kind of the assistant quarterback. He's an offensive assistant. Um, I like, you know, Sean's brother who came over. I mean, I, I just kind of – I want to see, Brian, I want to see how all this comes together. But I'm not breaking news to say, Aaron, that, like, they've got to get the quarterback thing right, the quarterback room. It's not just a, hey, we'll go get a guy in the portal. Like – Sawyer may end up being the perfect fit. I mean, he's a he's an old air raid Mike Leach guy from Mississippi State. He ran spread uh, out at Coronado and threw the ball all over the place for Seth Parr, who's now at Anna. But this whole staff, this doesn't have to just do with Sean, but, like, there was some sort of – they just had some issues in recent years landing quarterbacks. And, uh, and again, everybody has quarterbacks leave. It's not just that. It's just, it's just never great when you go a couple of cycles without getting a quarterback. Now, the guy that Bryce or uh, that Drake and Cam saw in person from Columbus, I think he's a two, is he 2025, Aaron? That Schobel, he is yes. of extreme interest to me because I knew his uncle and dad. I say I knew him. I I may have met him. I, I um, watched him play over the years. I mean, these are very famous, great athletes. He comes from a, a great family. He comes from a TCU family. But, I mean, as long as they can keep him committed, then that's exciting. That's exciting. Now, again, I think they faced off with that team, and, and again, Drake and Cam saw them in person. I guess it was against Lorena, and he struggled. I mean, he really struggled, but, I mean, it's one high school game. I mean, I don't think we can, you know, say, oh, well, Baylor, you know, I think, I think I'm very excited to see where his career goes. 2024, it's the Bennett. Uh, it's, it's our man Drew, and Aaron, it turns out, like I heard from the kid, Nate. Nate Bennett. I, I love that. I mean, I, 
I, I, I just see them around, huge Baylor legacy in great measurables. And like all these Baylor families, Aaron, I get a text or a DM or something recently, and it's like this kid's dad. And he's like, yeah, I went to – by the way, I went to school with your sister. So that's the way it works in the old Baylor family. So I'm kind of excited to see him and, and see what he has to offer as some of these freshmen start to show up. Um, all right, Aaron, we do have a guest at 320, Ridgewood Country Club. Uh, the director of golf is going to join us. We'll do that next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball Saturday in the Farrell Center versus Northwestern State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Did you know... Now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-30. And Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb 
combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Joining us now, the director of golf at Ridgewood Country Club, Jimmy Cunningham. And uh, Jimmy, congratulations. I know today is a big day. It's been a busy day for you, the assembled media I was really bummed I couldn't be there. I mean, I, I, this is staring at me, the, <clears throat> the 10 to 11 a.m. buffet. I'm sitting here wondering what what was served out there. But, uh, hey, congratulations. The new redesign, always tough when you have to, you know, uh, shut things down for a while, do some things, but it always leads to some amazing things. And um, I would imagine you've had a pretty fun day out there. Well, Matt, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it very much. And you're always welcome to a buffet, and we've got food trucks. So <laughs> just put that on your calendar. But, no, thank you very much. <laughs> Joe Nesbitt. It's been a great day. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, some of your members will tell you that I, I'm not no stranger to uh, uh, wandering in there for one of y'all's buffets, okay? And I, I tell you what I like, it, uh, a fried Friday situation. Is what I'm always after when when a when a country club rolls out like the fried shrimp and the fried catfish. That's oh usually my goodness. <laughs> that's usually when I show up uh, places. Hey, no doubt, nobody refuses that. I'll tell you that. So that's awesome. Yeah, media almost never refuse free meals, uh, as you found out over the years. But uh, well, this is uh, this is really cool. The uh, course architect was on hand um, earlier today, uh, Trip Davis. Uh, I think uh, the great Mike McGraw was out there. And so now how about these opening? Uh, did you, we have some ceremonial first tee shots. How'd that we go, did. Uh, Jimmy? Did yeah. you get up there and, and uh, let one go? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I was the, I was the MC of the thing, but uh, we had, <laughs> we had a great participation. Um, we had Jim Bowen, the infamous Jim Bowen, and John mm. Derrick, who is a national uh, national golf player that he's very well recognized. Um, Trip Davis played, and we have one of our Baylor 
uh, freshman that, that bombs it. So there was our, our inaugural tee shots, but it was really good. And I tell you what, the, the membership has been so patient um, for having spent 11 months. And some people don't think it's a long time, but it, it can be a long time. And they were very patient, and it's turned out to be spectacular. And just driving around the course right now, everybody is just giving it rave reviews. And, you know, it's hard to describe to people, you know, when you when you go into a situation where you want to do a, a renovation, there's so many people that don't want to because they don't want to be disrupted in yeah. their, their play. So it has been so good. They've been so patient, and now they're reaping the rewards of it. So, which is so nice. What do you What do you think is the most major things? You know, others today, maybe some people are experiencing it for the first time, or your members. Like, what What's the most noticeable? Because some of the things you'll relevel some things. I know you did some things with the tee boxes, but um, like, what would What do you think the Baylor players? notice the most because they're the ones that have the keen eye for every little detail and and mike's already been bragging by the way mike i mean he sent me a text earlier today i i said what i asked him what he thought and he said he's just like thinks it's unbelievable so that's always good yeah. um when uh when the when the baylor coach is uh happy what do you what do you think stands out to people the most well i i think the the, the major thing what trip did um, our architect is that he made a golf course that, that's a hidden gem that people don't really realize how good it is. If you come out here and you see the undulation and the slopes and the views and things like that, what he did was he took a golf course that made the better player have to play, make it more challenging. He made it for the mid-handicapper, average handicapper, and even ladies, more playable. Because for them, it was really difficult. So he accomplished three things from that. And part of the whole project was about flood mitigation because Lake Waco can flood sometimes. So um, we, we changed that. But the, the rebunkering, the new greens, brand-new greens, constructed from you know top to bottom, and then um, the tee boxes, and it just looks so good. And right now they're they're playing it for the first time today. But we're going to go into dormancy. But when we hit April, May, oh, man, this this place is going to look spectacular. And you better come play. Yeah, I may have to kind of work on the game a little bit uh, leading up to that. I've been playing more tennis than golf. Oh, uh, well, tennis players make the best golfers ever. I'll tell well, you. I, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know if that would be the case uh, for me. I could be the exception to that. But uh, Jimmy Cunningham joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Ridgewood Country Club. And you're right, kind of, you know, as far as, like you said, a hidden gem, I just remember going out there as a Baylor student for like a fraternity event and just being kind of blown away by the different elevation changes. I don't think people always think of Waco and think, that there could be something quite like that with that kind of picturesque type deal. I mean, it's like, I, you know, it's like you're in the hill country or whatever you want to, whatever you want to say. So, uh, hey, Jimmy, how did you, how, what is your path like? How did you end up at, at Ridgewood? Because obviously it's a, 
I've loved it over the years. And, and uh, Coach Shields, uh, the late, great Coach Shields, was a buddy of mine. And that, by the way, that's when my golf game was at its best. When he was just, he would sit there in his cart, and I don't even remember him telling me anything. But as long as he could be there hanging out with me, I could hit good shots. But I just, but unfortunately, I would have to leave him sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. So my connection with Coach Shields was I played at TCU at the same ah. time Coach Shields was there. So I was, we always were playing the same tournaments at that time. So I got into the business after I graduated from TCU. And my first head job was in Houston, but then a very short stint and then moved here. And I was here from 98 to 2002. And it was fabulous. But then I had an opportunity being back from Houston, moved back there. And then now, 15, 16 years later, I came back. And it's you, you, that's when you appreciate how good Waco is and how good the club is and the golf course is. And, and what, what kind of opinions are you getting? You know, at a country club, people do not spare. They'll have some opinions, and they'll kind of let you know what they're oh, thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe about their tea time. I mean, you part of your thing is to you know, try to keep You can't ever keep everybody happy. But uh, it is a good group, and I know some of them and all. What's been the, the biggest thing you think people – uh, are excited about just your kind of everyday some of your folks that play once or twice a week what's the what are they what are they kind of saying as uh as they kind of return and i'm sure they've been out there throughout this process looking around trying to investigate because that's always tough i mean they get to go play golf and i'm sure you'll have reciprocal deals but that's um you're right it's a tough stretch to go through but uh, it it all it makes it worth it when it's all over. What are they What are they kind of telling you? What kind of feedback are you getting? Well, I would tell you this. My job, basically, for the past eleven months, has been like a mediator to <laughs> to buffer back and forth. So it's like <laughs> negotiations. But I will tell you, at the very beginning, you know, you have your naysayers that did not want the project, but those naysayers now that are out on the golf course playing. Are, have totally changed their mind. And everybody thought of it as it was going to be so long, but 11 months really didn't take that long, especially with the heat we had and the dryness and the, the drought we had this summer. It made a huge difference when we got the rain, and, and they, they saw what our superintendent can do with it, and Trip Davis with the architect. It was fabulous. That's why we're out here today, and it, I have not – heard any negative they all love it it's only going to get better by next summer yeah first first new redesign at ridgewood since 2003 and so yeah, yeah that's about the that's time the they, they did some bunker renovation but that's uh-huh. pretty much that this is this is pretty much the biggest redo because we completely redid the greens um drainage everything so this was, and it, it wasn't the sexy price tag that you see a lot of Dallas courses doing now and Houston courses. I mean, they're doing $30 million renovations. So what's so, what I'm so proud of the membership is they've been, they've been diligent. We came in on budget and we came in on time, which a lot of these courses don't do. 
All right, yeah. I mean, you start talking about thirty million, and lately I've been doing all this Baylor football stuff, and I start start thinking about NIL money, and <laughs> I mean that's a there's a lot there's a lot going on uh, right now with like Baylor athletics. But boy, Mike and the Bears, y'all have that. What do you call that? The Bears brawl. There's the brew. Oh, it's the Bruin, isn't it? I mean, there's a really cool tournament that y'all started hosting out there, and I got to think with this redesign. Uh, that thing's only going to get bigger. What, what do you think as far as, like, hosting events? I mean, y'all are, people really love, in this part of the country, people love Ridgewood. Does this allow you to do anything more in that regard? I, I, I totally do. We, before, even before we shut down, we, we have always been kind of a, a lightning rod for the Texas Golf Association to have either women's or men's events um, hosting it wanting us to host it but i think this will kind of elevate us we are going to have for the baylor women's in 2026 their regional tournament and i think this when we get flowing we'll have more opportunities and and the membership is very receptive to it so to kind of put us on the map from that perspective all right well it's um I really uh, uh, enjoyed having you on and uh, look forward to seeing you out there. So, yeah, one of those buffets, I may arrive. And when you all do another thing in the spring, I definitely want to put that on my uh, calendar. But um, that's uh, that's exciting. Uh, and I know everybody's really thrilled. And, and uh, Jimmy, good to good to get to visit with you. And I, I, I do not want to put my golf game on display in front of you, but uh, – <laughs> But maybe, maybe at some point, I I, oh, I do love the game. Well, I, I appreciate you having <laughs> us on, and uh, anytime you want to come out here, and please let us know. I mean, and come out just just to, even if you want to just take a tour, and um, mm. it, it's such it's such a good piece of property, it really is. So we're very proud of it. You just got to get a two five four phone number at some point. I mean, you've been. We want to we want we want to claim you. We want you to stay, but as long as that two eight one area code is still there, you know we can't quite call you our own here in Central Texas. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> okay, hey Jimmy, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, Jimmy Cunningham, Ridgewood. They had a big media day out there today, and uh, and that was. Uh, uh, good situation uh, as uh, they were gathered out there and had some ceremonial shots in that place. It was already just a beautiful property, but I'm anxious to get out there, maybe watch a tournament, maybe play. Might try to play it at some point, but uh, what a really wonderful place. Okay, um, it is uh, time. Oh, we're closing in on time for Stephanie's sports corner you never know what she may have on the agenda real quick i just some breaking news i saw earlier um as we were coming on i didn't know luca uh donchich and dante exum were not going to play for personal reasons tonight and you're always kind of like uh oh what's what's that about well uh luca uh and his uh, significant other uh, had it's the birth of their first child, and so uh, pictures are out there, and I think it may be I don't know if it's Luca's Instagram or where that was, but uh, being shared now, and so really uh, great news as uh, Luca 
is now a father. And we saw that, um, I think I think we saw him getting engaged at some point uh, fairly recently. But there he is, uh, and now he is a dad. And uh, Aaron, all the uh, Dallas sports stars becoming dads. Uh, Dak is about to become a, he just revealed recently that, uh, he will become a father. So what a fun part of life and, uh, uh, very cool stuff going on, uh, there. Now we also, and we'll keep you posted, have all sorts of portal news that continues to develop and, uh, we're watching it and these quarterbacks are already taking visits. I noticed one big time quarterback out of coastal Carolina is looking at NC state. What will the Bears be looking for with Spavitol? How can Spavitol even have time to talk to us Monday with a portal going on? I mean, there's so much happening in that regard. We will be keeping an eye on all of it. Let's do some Stephanie Sports Corner. We'll do it next. Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center Sunday afternoon hosting the Oregon Ducks. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, 
to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley, and um, we will get to hear from Coach Aranda, Dave Aranda, at 4 o'clock. I mean, a wide-ranging interview. He answers a lot of questions. He talks to, uh, well, he, you know, basically talks about, hey, how do you how do you get back? How do you win this fan base back? And uh, he had a lot of thoughts uh, in that regard. We'll hear from Coach Aranda at 4 o'clock. And then at 5 o'clock, uh, we do have Nikki Collin. Baylor women are really good. They're sprinting toward the top 10. Oregon coming in here Sunday about 1 o'clock. Aaron, I mean, think about that Oregon program. Uh how do you say her? Sabali or Sabali? I think it's Sabali. She was unbelievable and became like some kind of big time player in the WNBA. And then Anescu uh, uh, was one of the great all time college players who's now a big time NBA player, uh, WNBA. Sabrina Anescu. I mean, you never know what Oregon may show up with on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Now the Cowboys are not playing. They played last night. The um, you in the game, the uh, the real good afternoon game, the Eagles and uh, Niners. You can uh, you can watch that later. You can watch that later. You can just go watch the Bears at one o'clock. Aaron, that sounds like something you would enjoy: a one o'clock Farrell Center Bears versus Oregon. And uh, I don't know. You may have work duties. Uh, uh, keeping you from that. We'll also, and we may want to get Stephanie's take on this. I, I hate what happened at Oklahoma State with this long, this Longhorn. Uh, I don't know some kind of prank gone wrong. The headline reads that uh, on ESPN.com, dead Longhorn found at Oklahoma State frat before Big Twelve title game. Um, yeah, on the lawn of farmhouse fraternity, according to Stillwater police, 
Police were notified just after 6.30 a.m. this morning, and the carcass had uh, some uh, an expletive carved into its side. Uh, horrible, you know, just a very, and, and its stomach was cut open. Not a, a really bad deal. I mean, I've been involved in some pranks, and we get, we let things get carried away. And I was reading it, it almost sounds like something that was happening back and forth between two fraternities. But now, of course, Oklahoma State's getting uh, all the attention for all the wrong reasons. And um, uh, appropriate action, university said appropriate action will be taken based on the outcome of this investigation. And um, a representative for the fraternity told the student newspaper that it was leaving the matter in the hands of police. Um, the, the guilty party could face an animal cruelty charge, which is, by the way, a felony. And, uh, well, uh, unfortunately, I remember something like this happened at my alma mater several years ago involving some athletes. But uh, this, is, uh, this, is, this is bad. And, unfortunately, if you're on Twitter and social media, you almost can't avoid some of the pictures. And it just, you know, just a dumb just such a, you know, again, I'm not saying throw them in jail forever and throw away the key. I mean, it's it's very, very unfortunate, but uh, uh, it, it's a bad deal. All right, let's do something on a nicer note. Let's talk to someone that always has really fun opinions, interesting stuff to share, kayaking. I mean, you never know which direction she might go. Let's do some Stephanie Sports Corner. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> here, 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 here she, she is. is. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, I'm going to comment on something you just were talking about, because I am a Longhorn fan. So here's the thing, what they need to do with those students. They need to go put them on a ranch and have them clean up cow poop for like a week. That's what I think. Clean yeah, up cow I poop. That is not is fun, that, and it's stinky. Is, is that what happens <laughs> on a ranch? Do you have to? I no, but, kinda, yeah. no, but, you know, just have them do it anyway. Have them do, yeah, have them do some sort of uh, clean up service. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Help the community do something. Um, I mean, what you hope is, I mean, again, it, it's just, it's its an extremely, uh, I mean, it's a criminal activity. You can't be, I mean, again, I'm all for pranks between fraternities or even in schools. And and I, I remember when um, the Reveille got kidnapped one time, it was up before a cotton bowl, and somebody got into the yard and got Reveille. And they got Reveille back. But, I mean, you know, that's not great. 
But there are some things that you can do back and forth. It's happened well over the years. Well, Baylor and A&M have had some back and forth over the years because of their proximity. Baylor and Texas, I know some of it probably got carried away. But um, yeah, I think if is, the prank is funny and it doesn't hurt an animal and it doesn't hurt somebody, yeah. then I think it's fun. Yeah. It's fun between the schools. But when you start, like, hurting stuff and hurting yeah, people, yeah. I mean, no. But let's anyways. Let's hope, yeah, I mean, let's hope they didn't do that. Like yeah, I wouldn't the, think so. Maybe the steer expired and, yeah, and, and some oh, and somebody, you know, somebody always knows somebody, right, that has right. somebody that has a ranch, their grandparents or their parents or somebody has cattle or something. Right. And it's like, hey, this would be funny. We, we had a, we got a dead steer out here. Let's go try to do something with it. So, again. I don't tend to overreact like, oh, my gosh, you know, let's go do some hard time and put them in prison or something. But no. this is bad. It's a bad look. Yeah. It's a bad look. Well, you know. To be throwing, you know, and it, it's it's bad on OSU, and it's a distraction before a game. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's just not good. It's not good. Mm. And I, I didn't even – did we see I, the expletive on the uh, steer? I don't know. Um, I, I didn't see it. I was I would trying imagine to look it, it was – Okay, it was but, derogatory, I yeah. think, maybe toward the the Longhorns or something. But again, I the word I'm hearing and I'm seeing on Twitter is that it it was a it was back and forth between fraternities, and this thing just escalated and they got carried away. I got in a, uh, one of those kind of wars with a some other not our fraternity, but with some other guys, and we <laughs> had some really funny ones. And I won't tell you what happened, but what, the last thing they did to us, we all had to move out of our apartment for a month. And it, and it was like I was getting ready for like Christmas break or we were finals and all. And we came home and they'd pulled a prank and we all had to move out. Uh-oh. And the prank they pulled like basically ruined all our clothes and everything in the apartment yeah now see that's uh, not funny yeah that's yeah. not funny well, that's costing just, you money i mean that's just not funny it was bad it was bad and <laughs> but it was looking back that was kind of funny to arrive i came in <laughs> from studying at like three in the morning or two or three in the morning <laughs> i say studying who knows what i was up to yeah, uh, I, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you probably weren't studying when i came in and all my part my my roommates had t-shirts and everything wrapped around their faces and and the and i i didn't know what i'd walked into and they were scrambling around anyway we had to get our stuff and get out of there for like a full month and had to fumigate the place (laughs) over at the village apartments (laughs) but now the funny one was when they it was some of it was kind of funny like we we one time got one of those h-e-b you know how you could buy those, um, what? those uh, Aaron, what are those things called? Like the hog head? Hog you know head? Like uh, a real head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen yeah, them. You, at, now, yeah. I've seen pig's feet, but I've never you seen can, like a head. No, you can buy a pig snout. Used to could buy like a pig head. No, I've seen what. the snout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you could buy <laughs> one of those like at the grocery store, and somehow we got Gosh, I hope this doesn't sound like. I mean, I think if you can buy the animal, it's not cruelty. Anyway, I don't want to like <laughs> tell a story on myself. The animal that, was already dead. Well, then right, that's better, okay. I know, I know, but anyway, 
Let's just a, say, <laughs> where we put it, <laughs> they got a big surprise when oh. they when they went in their restroom. All That's right. funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then one time, one we heard this drilling in the night. It was like, it was Halloween, and we heard all this drilling, and, uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> and they, 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 our front and back door at this apartment, they drilled this huge piece of plywood into our door. So you couldn't get out? We couldn't get out. And on the, and on the, on the plywood, they had written a note <laughs> like, Happy Halloween, jerkies. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> we, we had to fight our way out of our apartment. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So we had some good stuff. We had some yeah, good sounds stuff. Sounds like it. Right, Stephanie. Um, what's on your mind today? I mean, I not uh, much, really. Well, I mean, I mean, I could go, I could go down like, memory lane with you if you'd like, yeah, but yeah, I did. No, I don't really have a lot, but I saw these three things that I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give you like a sports entertainment report, I guess. So last night, the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey team played the Tampa Bay Lightnings, and they beat them 4-2. to two. Well, goalie... Light, lightning. Just lightning. 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 Yeah. How do you say that? Well, yeah. Uh, lightning. Lightning. Yeah. I can't... No, no well, I'm just trying it's to... It's my southern accent. <laughs> I know, but you called it... Yeah, you made it plural. Okay. Yeah, just, well, all Bay them boys on the Tampa Bay team, that's who they played. It was 4-2, to two and the goalie on the Penguins, Tristan, I think his last name is Jari... He scored all the way from his goal all the way down to the Tampa Bay's goal. And now it's the first time in uh, Penguins history for that to be done. And I think it's only been done 10 other times in the whole history of NHL. So I thought that was pretty cool. I watched the video on that. And, I mean, I'm thinking you've got to be really strong to take your stick and hit that all the way across the ice rink. But, yeah, it was pretty good. It's kind of cool. Like, everyone... On the Tampa team, just kind of looked around, and I think they were excited for the guy too. But anyways, so that's you my. Aaron, do you like the thought of, of Stephanie just kind of looking at sports <laughs> videos like late at night, just kind of, hey, here's something interesting. That was I cool. Might, I might bring this up on Stephanie's Sports <laughs> Corner. Aaron, let's look at this today at some point, and we'll have our own comments. Hey, it's and, it uh, was on it was on the actual ESPN site. Even Fox Sports talked about it. And it was on the morning news, so I'm just letting you know that. That's a real story. Um, <laughs> and then Either one of us doubted you? A little yeah. bit. A little bit. It's okay, though. Um, so, LSU, all right? Kim Mulkey had her 700th win last night. And, you know, the whole back and forth, where's Angel Reese? Where's Angel Reese? Why isn't she playing? She was out for two weeks, so she got to play, and they played against Virginia Tech, and they beat them, and the cameras showed Mulkey and her hugging, so, you know, maybe, she, you know, maybe she had an attitude problem, so Mulkey pulled her out for two weeks. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, but Aaron, will you explain to Stephanie <laughs> that we've kind of abandoned Mulkey talk? We well, it's all over on women's no, basketball about no, Angel Reese. We, we we've t- it's a moratorium. We put a <laughs> we put an embargo on uh, on all, all mulky talk. We just did not get the memo to you. I guess no, not. Fine. I'm just that's doing fine. it. I'm just no, doing an entertainment report. <laughs> I don't know. It's very entertaining. Um, she scored 19 points, 
Angel Reese, I did see that in in said something about like uh, there was just some mental health stuff going on. So I mean, I I think honestly, I don't know what was going on, but I I think at least I think ten years ago, if we heard an athlete was taking some time for mental health reasons or something, we would be like, what in the world? That's so true. I think I think it's kind of nice that we have gotten to a point where it's kind of like you just. Everybody just kind of moves on, you know. Like, well, that's 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 fine. Yeah. You know? But seriously, if a player's out, and if a player's out, I don't care what sport you're in, and you keep asking a coach in the interviews where is she? Don't speculate because really, it's none of your business. It's nobody's business. Period. Look, don't get me all hot on this mm-hmm. topic. I'll go forever. But moving on to the next story, I thought it was kind of cool, and then. Ward White and I, Coach and I, were talking about it, and he was like, okay, let's let's talk about this for a second. And Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, in week six, like it's all over the news today, is paying some camera guy, Kevin Fitzgibbons is his name, salary, because Kevin got a suspension from the NFL for giving Tyreek Hill his phone after he scored a touchdown. Okay, so here's what I want to know. How much is his salary? Like, is it $15,000? Because if it is, I mean, Mr. Hill probably spends that at a strip club at night. So, I mean, what's $15,000? But anyways, that's a big story. Is there there any reason to take a (laughs) shot, like a a shot at Tyreek Hill like that? Like, that is not... I'm just saying... Yeah, but it's I, I entertainment, Matt. <laughs> entertainment. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know why you would. Do well, a, I don't know unless he's been drive by on Tyreek Hill. We don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he puts that much in the great, offering plate on Sunday. I don't know. Yeah, he may be a great family. guy. He may. Okay. He could, but anyways, I just thought, okay, well, that's kind of cool that you're paying this guy's salary. But how much is his salary? Yeah. That nobody's well, disclosed that. I don't know. I don't know. But on another note, with Tyreek Hill. He had the highest uh, miles per hour on a on a um, any player uh, as far as this year because he's so fast and uh, he the other guy went last night DK Metcalf went twenty three uh, miles per hour tw- oh. or twenty two point six or something like that and it was the fastest in the entire NFL. All right, Stephanie. Okay, uh, there you good go. Stuff. Appreciate you. <laughs> you really appreciate brought, you. You brought some up, but apologies to the Tyreek Hill family. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Uh, I was joking, Mister Hill. Ste- yes. Okay, Stephanie <laughs> Sports Corner, three forty-five on a daily basis. Let's hear from the head football coach of the Baylor Bears. Let's do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why is the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? 
I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Uh, it is Matt Mosley's show, joined by head football coach at uh, Baylor, Dave Aranda. And uh, Dave's been a whirlwind last few days. Uh, first of all, man, I just hadn't gotten to talk to you in um, in a good while. Uh, glad to get to, to visit with you. No, I appreciate that, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and, I, you know, Dave, we can't, you know, last Saturday night's game, I was kind of watching you as you walked off the field, and I, and I saw people coming up and hugging you. And obviously, you're close to a lot of people. Um, I, what was your mindset at that point? I mean, obviously, uh, we talked to you after that game, but as you're kind of walking off the field and, and and everybody coming up and saying a word to you, it's always. I mean, I know it's part of your business, but um, was there was it in your your mind? Like, well, I mean, there's a there's a good chance this might be my last game or did you not let that enter your mind? Yeah, I didn't, I did not think about that. I was thinking that uh, we were going to win, you know, and then just the way that last drive went and the way the defense had flipped the switch from the the first half and, um, you know, third and fourth quarter, the way that we were playing, I just thought that this was going to be a game that, um, we put it together at least for a half, and then to end the way we did is is kind of just illustrative of the year. And um, mm. I was really thinking that. Had the chance to talk with uh, uh, Neil and have a lot of respect for him. He was saying that if I've been this, I went through what you're going through right now last year, and it was it was a um, uh, real kind of cleansing for me. Came out just way energized and um and better on the other end it's hard to go through it he was great i think he's um i've i've always looked up to him and and he's always had a real uh, mature honest real perspective 
fun stuff. And so you always appreciate that when it's real stuff. And so um, that was the talk with him. But the the rest of it for me was just, you know, thought we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. But then, then, you know, you sleep on that and then you come in for a conversation uh, Sunday. I assume that was with Mac. I don't know who else was involved or in the room. But, you know, I'm told you had a, a very clear plan uh, for moving forward, how you wanted to execute things. You had been talking to Mac, I'm sure, well, all season. But but right. this was probably a little bit different feeling to it. Um, what was your... What was your um, what, what what was your main message to Mac for what you wanted to do and what you felt like you could get done uh, if you were allowed to, to stay on with the Bears? Yeah, we had to get uh, really aggressive with NIL. Uh, we're doing that now, and uh, that has been a process throughout the season. Um, I think the the season has been a good um, a good illustrative point of why it's important to be aggressive. And so, um, you know, I've just had some um, um, some more meetings on that just this week as we go. And so I'm way excited about what we're doing and how we're doing it and the people that we got doing it. So I think that was one. And then two was we got to get the football right. You know, I think whether it's um, it's offensively or or defensively, um, you know, it that is it's it's just it's not right. We got to get it right. We're we're executing and guys are are playing their best when it matters most. And you know, I think that um, you know, I hope today that we have a guy in place on offense, and then you know, defensively, I'm excited about. The opportunity it's been it's 2019 it was the last time but you know i have to go to school to get in position to do that the way that i know that i can and so i'm excited for that i just think that uh you know the talent here the people that are here the care factor that's here it uh deserves a much better season than the one we had and so we've got to do better but you know uh, NIL and getting the football right were the main the main things there. How do you get your your headspace into the, the NIL when obviously you've you weren't completely comfortable with it early on? I mean, I and I think some of that's pretty admirable. You kind of felt in your mind you kind of like that uh, vision of let's let's have everybody make a certain amount. That's the way Baylor's kind of done it. It seems. Um, <laughs> How do you kind of – how do you – when it hasn't totally been something maybe that you embraced at the start, uh, is it just necessity that you get your mind there? Like what – but, I mean, I know you're you're a methodical thinker and you have to kind of get your – you know, you have to believe in what you're going to do. How have you gotten to a place where you truly are ready to, to, to get behind NIL and, and, and really, you know, use it as a, as a, as a huge fuel for the future? Yeah, it's. Um, I think I would say probably my journey with that has been has been one where whether it's the, the athletic department, maybe donors, you know, all kind of somewhere somewhere there, kind of on that same journey. Um, and so it, you know, it's interesting uh, just the recruiting 
conversations, um, generally NIL would come up at the very end. Um, it's not really supposed to come up at all. It would come up at the end. And now it's at the very beginning, you know? And so if we were, if we're on the phone with a young man tonight, it's probably going to come up. And so, and that's just through the last however many years. And so you could just see the, um, you could see the importance of it with just, is it, the beginning of the recruiting process or is it at the end of the recruiting process it used to be at the end if at all and now it's most certainly in the in the beginning and then when you talk about it being in the beginning and then you're talking about what the rules are and who's following the rules and who's not and so i think nil invites that space and you have to be comfortable maneuvering through that space in a way that um is within the rules you know and so i think it just makes it a very it's a very um, uh, uh, gray, shadowy place, but that's what college football is. And if we want to win, we've got to be aggressive in that area. And so that's the that's the move for us. But you could, I think it was kind of a collective thing, whether it was myself or just everybody here, and then donors too. I think you know the just so appreciative of the the money that's coming in. It's the um, I know our team's appreciative and. You know, where um, any any little bit helps to to build a build up to what it needs to be, so that we can be uh, for sure much more competitive than we were this past year. I, I've heard that Dave that it could as much as double as far as what's budgeted to the football, the NIL. Is that along the lines of kind of what you're seeing and and, yeah. and even what it, what you're working with right now out there? Yes. Yes, and I think it, it just ties with kind of the growth, like we talked about just throughout the last couple of years. You know, there would be – you would get at the very end of a kind of a recruiting cycle, you know, um, say it's an official visit, let's say all that. It would come up somewhere in there, um, and now it's the first call you have, you know. And so it's, it's, it is the lead thing, which – for us, um, and this goes back to your original point, is that um, you know Baylor is a special place. Baylor's so much more than that, and um, you want people to recognize Baylor for what it's worth. And um, and so it's really kind of the the joining of the opposites of hey, this is the this is the world as it is. Um, you know, maybe this is the world as it should be, and you have to you have to walk that line and hold the tension of those things of those two things and do it in such a way that, um, you know, you and everyone else can be proud of it and can say that, Hey, there is a way to do this. There is a right way to do this. And so, um, I'm excited about that. And, you know, it's, it's, um, uh, it's something that we need to do and we're excited about doing. How do you, Dave Rand on the Matt Mosley show ESP in central Texas, um, the, as you know, this wasn't the most popular choice Mac could have made. You saw, like at Mississippi State, they were carrying around the AD after after they brought in a coach, and you know all those kind of scenes. The, the, with a fan base that's been very upset, and obviously weren't really in the stands in a couple of those last home games. What do you do personally, other than obviously try to win? But how do you kind of start building back that trust? with a fan base that just felt like, man, I, I, I don't know if we can do any more of this. Because one in seven at home, uh, well, it felt bad. I, I mean, you know, to you and everybody, 
what do you what do you think you can do to kind of win that group back? And I'm sure it's you can't do it in one day. I guess it's just a, a process a process that has to happen. Yeah, I think one would be um, keeping the talent that is here. You know, that's this freshman class that played a bunch of games and um, contributed um, in various ways. We've got to, we've got to retain them, and uh, just with the the record and and just the lack of success, we are a prime target for guys to be poached and all of it. And so, all of those things are kind of those conversations and those fights are happening right now. And so, you know, it is it's really to where um, you know if you're bringing in freshmen and you develop them and they play in that and then there's the opportunity for the portal you really you really have to do everything in your power to um, give them every resource to play and develop and then also um, recruit them and, and show them that hey this is the this is a path for you to have success this is what your future looks like this is we're here for you to help you get to where you want to go. And by the way, you can help us when you're bringing in transfer players, you know, um, they really can't transfer again. And so they, you've, you know, it almost, the rules almost, almost can get you to where that's all you're doing. And, um, you know, I think for us, like, I'm really proud of the, the way that, uh, we're developing guys the way that the guys have grown off the field, on the field. You know, I think I don't, there, there has to be a way to where you still have that type of uh, maturity, mentorship, growth, where you can have winning football. And I just think it's just really important to not have it be just a, uh, a real transactional thing, you know? And so I think, or the fans, they would be proud of the way that guys are being developed, the way that guys are, are growing, the way that uh, the way that not only off the field but on the field, their uh, their performance, their attitudes, their behavior has has gotten better. So I say that one, and then I think you know two would be um, I'm excited for defense. I think it's, I just, it's been a while for me, but um, always staying involved in it and then just the opportunity to play really good defense. I, I look at, the, like I say, the talent that we have, the ability uh, with a lot of D linemen coming back that played a lot of ball that are young but um, have played a lot of snaps. And then we've got a really good young linebacker core that, again, played a lot of snaps and just way athletic and secondary that played a lot and you know, there's such an opportunity there to really be innovative and creative. And there's always things that we've done, whether it was Utah State or Hawaii or Wisconsin or LSU. And that was just all the, you know, there is a, a constant thread in all of it. Uh, but then it was a lot, of, the majority of it was based on the, the people that we had and the times that we're in and what best, what is best for us, you know, what best suits us versus all of them. And so that part's cool, you know, to go through that and and look at the uh, the opponents and really kind of detail that out. I think the level of detail and the level of preparation is uh, where all this stuff is where it all happens. You know, I think if you're repping something in Jan the second week of January, 
in a walkthrough in the indoor and you're repping that same thing in November, you're going to be pretty darn good, you know? And so just the level of detail that it goes and just the mastery of it. And so that's, I'm excited for that. I think that's going to show, um, you know, I, I know it is. And so to get back into it, you know, there's a scene of um, old school is one of my favorite movies. And there's a scene with the Will Ferrell's character and uh, he's trying to stay away from, from uh, drinking. And he goes, you know, it just tastes so good when it touches your lips. And it's, it's defense is kind of like that. And so it's to get back into it. Uh, I'm excited for it. I can hear the scene right now. Yeah. Um, that's yeah now now you're making me replay all the scenes from that uh movie in my head i saw that with like the wrong people i saw that with a buddy and his wife and it was like not a you know what i mean like it just was not every time something was going on i was kind of cringing even though i was laughing uh dave Dave veranda on the matt mosley show espn central texas did you think at some point this season about just taking over the play calling. I mean, a lot of coaches you'll see will make changes in season, whether it's firing a coordinator, taking over play calling. You see it a ton in the NFL, and you're seeing it more and more in college. What what made you seemingly make the conscious decision? Hey, let's not let's let's do whatever we need to do at the end of the season. Yeah, I um, I think that college is going to be a great coordinator. Pollage had the guys playing hard. They were believing in him. You know, I, it's, there's times where uh, a lot of the play was just not, not, um, was not it, you know, it was ugly and get back on the sidelines and guys were, were getting back on with it and get back on the field. And the belief was that we're going to get it right this time. And all of that is just very hard in a really hard season to do. It's really hard. A lot of a lot of teams do not do that. And so just the fight and the belief and the staying together with everything, you know, is um, is really rare. And I I I, I look at Pilots for that. He did that. I just think that there's um, there is just an experience with me and just a level of uh, kind of just process. That's you know, there's things you can talk about with it, and I've talked a lot about it with him but it's just another thing to kind of live it because everything's a thing every every detail is a whole universe and um you know there's worlds within all that to come out of it and make and make it so it's not more complicated but more simple i think that's the trick and um you know it to get back into all that i know that um is uh, is energizing for me, and I think it's going to be really good for him. But I think anytime you come in the middle of the season, you know the the uh, there's already p- the the pieces are already kind of set to a degree, and so it's the January February. It's like how, it's not what you do; it's how you think. It's how you think of things. It's like how you process things. It's like what you're. Those are things that have to be built from the beginning. Those are the things where, in the moment, um, you recognize, you ID, you process, you pull the trigger, and you make the play that needs to be made. And so, um, you know, um, I'm excited for that. And and I th- and I know that he is too. I I think um, 
you know, it, when we had that talk, he was great with it. And I think, you know, his ability to kind of have special projects kind of throughout the off season and kind of be our eyes upstairs uh, during, during the fall is going to be a really strong um, combination with me. And so I'm, I'm excited for that. I guess you could remind them about the Sean Payton story when uh, when he had his taken away from him and he ends up with Parcells and kind of the rest is history. So there are some cases out there like that. What about offensive uh, coordinator? Um, you know, people will be listening to this this afternoon. We're taping it this morning. Uh, have you narrowed it down? Like, do you have a final candidate that you're trying to close the deal and, and uh, with? And, and when do you... When do you expect to be able to uh, to say something about this? And now, by the way, this would be a great forum to announce that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, have, I have. I think right after after this phone call, actually, uh, that, those were going to be the next phone calls. Was for that, you know. And so, I'm I'm uh, very appreciative of all the guys and um, the the coaches and just their time and and um a couple of them were still playing and stuff and so you know and all of that is is difficult to do and i think um we've got uh we've got ourselves a a really strong um uh a strong offensive coach with a really strong track record and um is is someone that can develop our skilled people and um put them in spaces and, uh, you know, attack the grass, man, and not get it to where we can get boxed into stuff, but we can open up stuff and um, get uh, get balls in, in guys' hands on the run and on the move and let them do their thing. And so, I, you know, the excitement and the explosiveness and the balance offensively, way looking forward to and so excited to uh, to hop on and try to build close that out uh, right after this. Yeah, well, I feel like I got to dive off the phone to let you do that. Um, I mean, that's pretty that's pretty exciting stuff. I mean, is it? People had thought maybe you because you're going to be doing the play calling stuff, having someone on the offensive side of the ball that maybe was a former head coach is that is that the way this thing is headed? As I try to as I try to pin pin this thing down by process of elimination. There there is some of that. I think uh-huh. that, or I know that the team is in a really strong position just culturally, and and that's hard. That I, I I hesitate to almost say that because of our record. That you know, I think one of the I remember in talking with Mac and Javon over Sean is, can you have a good culture when you don't win? You know, is that mm. does a culture only good when there's on field success? You know, I've struggled with that right there. Um, but there was never in, at any point, you know, pointing fingers or there was never, um, hey, there's this camp or that's shutting it down or there's these folks that are off in the corner bickering about this. You know, it was always, um, you know, Sundays were hard. Mondays were not much better. And by the time we got to Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, Saturday, we were all there in every effort. And, you know, some of this, a lot of it was ugly on defense. And you come back that very next series, and we were all there. And it just spoke to the connection with the staff and the and the players, and just all of it. And so, I think that allows me 
to uh, be with the defense more. And then I think, you know, it's one thing to kind of lead um, or coach the coaches or attempt to and get it to where, hey, this is how we treat people. This is how we teach. This is how we and all of it. And it's another thing when you're in the fire of it and you're right in the you're right in the 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 muck of it, you know. And so I'm excited for that. I think we've got some young coaches that are going to be great ones. That are really going to be great ones, whether it's an Alec Osborne or um, 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 a Tyler Bolting or a Joe Ludwig, um, a Rhett. We've got some dudes that are just going to be stars, and just their heart, their minds, all of it. And so to to be kind of a hey, this is kind of what we want it to be, and to be that guy in the middle of it, where you're not where you're not overseeing it. I think will be way cool for them, and I'm I'm excited about trying to be that for them. Yeah, well, it sounds like maybe a spread type coach. You uh, say attack the grass, and maybe that with these high school players from Texas that you get, I, I would think that would be helpful. Uh, where there's not maybe as big of a learning curve, uh, you know, it's something that has come up, and I know something probably we've all thought about. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Blake Shapin. Um, uh, you know, going into the portal, um, why? I'm sure you know y'all have got a great relationship with him. So I'm sure there were conversations that occurred before that happened. Why do you think um, Blake is doing that? And then how important is it to get in that portal and perhaps you know bring somebody else in uh, uh, to to battle with Sawyer? Yes, I think there is a. There is really almost a uh, a coaching that goes on from um, outside, you know, non-football, non-institutional football um, uh, coaching that goes on from whether it be advisors, agents, um, you know, uncles, friends that says, hey, it doesn't hurt you to get into the portal and see what your options are. And... uh, See, see what type, what you know, what logo you could get, what type of money, most money you could get, and then if it, you know, if you don't like it, then you always have this other place. And so I think there's that is a common refrain, and um, that has just grown throughout the years to where it's, um, you know, um, I think that's becoming more and more the norm. And so, you know, that, that, that to a degree, um, you know, when you look at it from an individual lens, that makes sense to from the team perspective. Uh, you always want to be tight and together and moving forward. And so we can make enough space and room for um, guys, for, for both to happen, for someone to look out for themselves, but also be a part of the team. And you know, those discussions are still happening right now with Blake and happening too but i think that's kind of the state of where college football is i think everything mm-hmm. kind of points to that um just the number of quarterbacks particularly that are in the thing i just think it's it's almost you know they they have a state of the union apparently somewhere where that's this is the marching orders and so i think that i think um you know the ability like to handle that the right way that where you're not um you're being there for them, but you're also there for your team, and your team benefits from it, and doesn't doesn't get uh, 
doesn't um, doesn't downgrade for it. I think that's the challenge in today's college athletics and today's sports is that, uh, you know, I think you have to be able to find the medium and hold the tension of these things because that's what it's tension all, all over the place, you know? And so, I, you know, those talks are still going to happen with him. I know the, you know, the portal opens here uh, after this weekend. And so we'll see where it lands. Okay, so this sounds like the door is not closed, but yeah, everybody's kind of got to take care of themselves in that. But it's just it's tough when you pour that much into somebody, uh, and 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 a lot of schools are going through that. Last thing I had for you this this thing I keep hearing kind of come up is hey Dave's legacy kind of is at stake here. Um, is that something that came up in your mind? I mean, you were viewed as one of the greatest, if not the best, defensive coach in the country as a as a coordinator, you know, here four years in, you'll you'll be in the proverbial hot seat next year. Um, is that is that something that came to your mind as you were kind of going through all this and then making your case to continue on at Baylor? Is hey, I've got a lot on the line here as far as my career and goals. Yeah, I think um, you know. For me, you have to be. I have to be careful with that. I do. I do feel that. Um, but then I have seen that in the past infiltrate and take over a person. Generally, that happens when somebody gets any position of power or gets the job in the first place. It's like, hey, I thought I knew you when you were an assistant, and now that you're in this other position, you are somebody else. You know. And I think a lot of it is that right there is what we just described. And so I think it's, it's a natural thing to feel and to, um, and to, uh, kind of go through, but, you know, um, I think, yeah, I think we all have to kind of be careful with that because I think it's at the end of it, it's not about me and it's about, um, it's, it's about this team. It's about the staff. It's about their families. It's about our players and just the sacrifices they make. I mean, I just, you know, um, you see their effort and we have, we had, you know, we had one player as a, as a linebacker whose shoulder kept popping out and kept putting it back in and kept going out. And, you know, I mean, there's guys that are just putting everything kind of on the line for it. And then just believe in kind of, or the culture of this place, Baylor, the athletic culture, the football culture, they just know in their heart it's the right thing, and they, they want to show that this can work, this can win. And so it, it's, um, you know, it's really about that, and it's about us, us showing that, you know. And so I'd, 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 be, uh, I'd be lying if I didn't feel the, the other thing, but I think you yeah. have to be way careful with that because that can – I think um, yeah, I'm reminded of uh, the ring of power and Gollum and all of it. That's really what that is, is that can take it over, you know, and all of a sudden you become someone that you aren't. And the whole thing for me is to is to continue to be me but be a better version of it and uh, not make it about me and to bring people with me. And, uh, you know, I think everyone's been down, and it's just a matter of getting back up. For some folks, it's I'd like to show – that you can do it in such a way that you have your integrity and your class all with you. You're not sacrificing that for anything else. And so very much looking forward to that. 
Well, uh, if I know you, like the run numbers this year on defense, giving up the run, I mean, that had to be eating at you like crazy. And so the fact that you get your hands on this thing, get back to calling plays, I do think I'm sure that's can be very energizing. Uh, and, and so that's going to be – that'll be fun to – to watch and see how that uh, that plays out. You don't you don't think Dave like any any big scheme changes are in your mind. It's like, hey, I got to go with what I know and 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 adapt to what we have. I, and and to me, it sounds like you're you're about to get in the when you say get in the weeds. Uh, January, February, you're going to be holed up, going through like every clip. I mean, it it really is. I mean, in, in some sense, you got to remember just the whole. Uh, the, the pattern of it or the cadence and and get back yeah. and, and even and I'm sure go through like some sequences like okay I got to get back into to doing this I, mean, I, I don't know yeah. if it's just like riding a bike or not it could be but I, I think that might be the wrong the wrong way to do it I think I mean I really feel like I have there's I have to go to school and you know there's 2019 in dog years is in football years is 10 years, you know? And so there's just a lot has changed. And, um, but you know, I, when, when I was doing it, a lot had changed too, but, um, pulse was on the trigger the whole time. And so the ability to kind of get lost in it, um, and to see the, um, the trends and the good and the bad and the people that have been doing it similar to us, people that have been doing it different from us, what can we take from it? I think anytime you kind of go back and go, hey, man, this is just what it's been, and just go that way and not look at just the – I mean, we just kind of had this conversation with NIO, and you just go, hey, this is how we've always done it. This is what it is. I think that, that leads to um, a predictable result that isn't, isn't in everyone's best interest. And so to keep it wide open and to kind of stick with us basic uh, or you know kind of fundamental principles but um take it to where hey this is where the game is and then this these are the people that we have these are the matchups that we can maximize like if we can get where jimmy chitwick clears the floor and can take that one-on-one shot then that's what we want you know if we got past the ball three times to get to get an open shot then we do that but it's all got to be based on what the reality is and so that's way cool to look at that right now and to really have the answers all right listen i i appreciate it and um it'll be exciting to find out the uh, new oc i mean i know like uh, you know lot like jeff thought so much of jeff and and uh what he was able to accomplish but this will be exciting and i've got a hoosiers reference in today i got you got old school uh i'm trying to remember if you had another one so i appreciate those references no, well, uh, thank you. This was fun, and I look forward to uh, to next time. Okay, look forward to it. Thank you, Dave Veranda. There he there he goes, the head football coach of the Baylor Bears, and he will now quickly uh, go. And it looks like they're closing in on a candidate to hire as his offensive coordinator. We'll have much more on that this afternoon. We'll have some NFL headlines coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey, it's Matt Mosley. If you've been sidelined by joint pain, it's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health's board-certified orthopedic physician team specializes in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedics today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? (laughs) That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails, open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. 
and we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Uh, yes, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, great to hear from uh, Coach Aranda. Loved having him on, and in uh, uh, his first comments. Uh, uh, since uh, being retained as head football coach by Mac Rhodes and Baylor University, uh, certainly uh, uh, that they, uh, they those that interview came with uh, us, and uh, that's great here at ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of uh, Baylor athletics, and uh, that's uh, that's that's the reason you we got all these. Uh, stations Aaron we got like seven or eight stations and so we can put women's basketball men's basketball we have football going we have some softball going we got I mean every sport uh, we can put on the air and uh, we we love our relationship with uh, Baylor athletics and appreciate uh, uh, the uh, uh, Brent Ingram and the whole gang over there do such a nice job 
running everything, our buddy Matt Roberts, Max Calderon, all our, fr our friends over there, uh, uh, Colin, everybody. All right, Katie, the whole gang. Okay, Aaron, um, Shelby, I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, let's do some campus confidential. And um, it is uh, some headlines across the, uh, the country. One ugly one coming out of Stillwater. Aaron, where would you like to start? We appreciate Jim Turner Chevrolet for being such a fine sponsor of, uh, of Campus Confidential. We will start with today's college football schedule with two conference championship games on tap this evening. The first one at 6 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. The CUSA Conference Championship is number 24. Liberty tries to keep their hopes of making a New Year's Six Bowl alive as they take on New Mexico State for the Conference USA title. Then the big one tonight is the final Pac-12 football championship. Well, maybe ever, unless it reconstitutes itself as a conference mm -hmm. you know, in a future date. But tonight, number three, Washington looks to punch their ticket to the college football playoffs as they take on number five, Oregon. That's a 7 o'clock tip, tip. That's a 7 o'clock kick on ABC. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of basketball. You had <laughs> yes. Baylor SMU last night, so you do have basketball on the brain. But that's um, – I kind of think Oregon's going to win this game. I, I mean, that, game, that first one was in Washington uh, and uh, Seattle. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this one plays out. And uh, by the way, a reminder, Nikki Collin, 13th-ranked uh, Baylor women, really liked the, some of the things they did against SMU last night. This team is uh, perfect November. The men had a perfect November, and they are headed toward a top-10 ranking in the country. All right, in, in case you thought uh, Bears basketball had taken a step back, they, uh, they've steadied. The Bears have steadied themselves and uh, have uh, appear to have uh, the makings of a dominant team this season. And I, uh, under Nikki Collin, and there's some players on it like uh, Yaya Felder that I, I think are among the most entertaining players in the country right now. So you'll want to hear Nikki. We'll do that at 5 o'clock. Police say a dead Longhorn cow was found on the lawn of an Oklahoma State fraternity today, the day before the Cowboys play the Texas Longhorns in the Big 12 championship game. Police were notified just after 6.30 a.m. this morning of a dead animal on the lawn of Farmhouse Fraternity, according to Stillwater Police. The carcass had an expletive carved in its side, and the stomach was cut open, Ooh. according to the campus newspaper, The Ocali. Oklahoma State said in a statement, it's appalled by the disturbing display of animal cruelty and... The university said that both Stillwater Police and the university's Office of Student Support are conducting investigations. Yeah, no excuse for this. No, it's terrible. And, um, it, you know, again, it, 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 I'm not totally, I can't, I'm not convinced, like, how much this has to do with the University of Texas and how much this is a dumb prank uh going on between a couple of fraternities I, i've read that things kind of escalated between the two 
it seems like it would be a pretty big coincidence that they decided to put a Longhorn out there uh, a couple of days before the Big 12 championship. It's too bad we're talking about this and that it's become some sort of uh, national story. And, um, you know, I, I don't, again, we'll get more details on this. The other thing, Aaron, like, now we had, I got a bunch of buddies that were KOTs at Baylor, okay? That was a Cap Omega Tall, a local fraternity. But somebody in our listening audience text in, tell me what farmhouse is. Like, I don't, like, the whole story is bad enough, but, Aaron, it, it gives it an extra layer of weirdness that it was, like, in front of the uh, something called farmhouse. I don't, I'm sure somebody in our Oklahoma State listening audience will be able to tell us. That's 254-662-1660. I mean, you got the, you know, go ahead, Aaron. Well, I did read, I think it said in this article, very briefly, that it's yeah. in, like an agricultural ah. return, well, okay. which would make sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like uh, like the folks that maybe were involved in FFA or F- – wait. FHA? What are the, who does the – it's FAA does the planes. F- uh, FFA. FHA. Future Farmers of America. Future, that's right. Okay, I was right. I questioned myself. <laughs> FFA and uh, 4-H. Boy, I love that 4-H. I had a lot of friends always. Aaron, you remember those jackets? You and I have talked about this before. Kind of a purple oh, yeah. type hue to it. I never and had I always any thought, yeah. Interest, I, I, I but like I always those. liked the jackets. Mm-hmm. I always wanted one. Uh huh. Kind of a corduroy type deal. Mm-hmm. And again, I came from a little country rodeo town. But as you might imagine from listening, I don't. I, I was not like a rodeo kid. No. <laughs> But I always, I love, my buddies were and still are involved in all that to this day, heavily involved in all that. In that stock show, the uh, uh, McLennan County Junior Livestock Show, I always love broadcasting from there. Ted Teague from Alan Samuels comes out there. By the way, I think we're in our final days of that uh, Black Friday sale. I mean, that's crazy. Out at Alan Samuels, the deals are kind of off the charts. I may tell you, as we get in the 5 o'clock hour, I'll tell you about a couple of those deals. But, geez, I mean, I one of those uh, trucks, at 1500 Laramie package or something, I think it was, was like the, the amount off, I don't have it in front of me, but it was like kind of a stunning amount, how much you could save on these deals. And I promise you, if you go out there this weekend and say, hey, Mosley told me y'all running some kind of deal, I mean, Ted will sell you a car. He, he really will. He's a, he's a man that likes to uh, move some vehicles. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us? Campus Confidential. The Mountain West Conference has agreed to a scheduling agreement with the two remaining Pac-12 schools, Oregon State and Washington State, that will see its football teams play seven conference games plus an additional contest against either the Beavers or the Cougars next season. Oregon State and Washington State will each play six Mountain West Conference opponents next year, three at home, three on the road. The games will not count towards the Mountain West Conference standings, and neither school is eligible for the conference championship game. The two schools will pay the Mountain West a combined $14 million as part of the <laughs> scheduling agreement, according to Yahoo Sports. Golly. Yeah. Free rides. You've got to show up with some cash and fizz. 
Some CIF, man. thing. They should have lots of uh, Pac-12 money to throw around next year. Yeah, I don't know how that'll work, yeah. but that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Aaron, when will we have our – do we have one more year, or will next year will we have 12 teams? No, when next do we, year, when do we, 2024 is the full 16-team conference. No, 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 I'm sorry. I, I meant the uh, – the college football playoff. Oh, yeah, that, that also is next year. The 12-team uh, playoff starts. I'm so excited. How about that? How about that? They were, I, I mean, I, is it too much? Spavital is supposed to address the media Monday. Do you think I should just lead with, with Jake? Do you, will you have the Bears in the expanded playoff <laughs> next year? Just kind of lead with something like that. Oh, uh, Aaron, I did see over on uh, – over on Sikkim that uh, Dave, and of course we had him on, uh, oh, we had him yesterday, but they did have him on uh, Sikkim today, and uh, he he said that Shapin would um, would be, um, uh, it, you know, I know he's gone in the portal, but that there is a plan for him to meet with Spavital and, and just kind of, you know, hear him out and visit with him. So that doesn't mean he's staying but uh, interesting stuff uh, from Dave today uh, about uh, Jake Spavital and then, of course, Blake Shapin. So uh, just tremendous. And, I, again, I, I had waited uh, a while to get Dave, but, man, he gave us a lot of time yesterday, and he was really good, and so I, I am very appreciative. Now, Aaron, we've got a big 5 o'clock uh, Deal. Did you have one more you wanted to get in real quick? Yeah, real quick. Uh, yeah. Bad news on the recruiting front for Texas oh, A&M. Five-star no. receiver Cameron Coleman flipped today from A&M to Auburn. He is the oh. top-rated receiver in the class and the number six overall prospect. Not surprised to see some commitments flip with Jimbo Fisher and his yeah. staff leaving, but that's a big loss. He is an elite, elite playmaker. Man. I'm interested to see how Baylor is going to fill some of these uh, offensive position coaches because, Aaron, there's a few guys out there, and I'm hearing from them, that are kind of interested in Baylor. And, I mean, they would not show up empty-handed. We're talking about some of the former top recruits in the country that they might be able to kind of convince – to show up in Waco. Now, how cool would that be? I mean, really, really good stuff. So, <clears throat> I have, uh, I mean, Aaron, I don't know how I got involved. I've suddenly some kind of, you know, people <laughs> reach out to me for jobs or something. I mean, I, I wish I could get something out of this. But uh, I, uh, I, am, I am happy to report that uh, there is interest in coaching at Baylor. Despite Dave being obviously on a huge hot seat going into next season, I mean, there's no coach in the country other than maybe Sam Pittman, who who was able to survive such a rough year. And uh, but we like Dave, and and we may have thought there should have been a change, but that doesn't mean we can't root like crazy for Dave to get this thing turned around. Uh, and I like the Aranda family, the whole crew. They're they're good folks. All right, Aaron, uh, it is time for major, major uh, women's basketball coach. She joins us kind of every other week now, uh, but it's always fun, entertaining, and interesting. 
Nikki Collin returns to the Mosley Show next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Ladies, come shop local and support your local artisans at the first annual Pop-Up Craft Shop. Sunday, November 14th from 12 to 5 at the Last Chance Bar in Waco. Shop handcrafted and homemade goods like clay and glass fusion jewelry, wreaths, tumblers, wax melts, soaps, jellies, salsa, and more. Men, you can watch the Cowboys game while your women shop. Full pork sandwiches will be available and ice cold beer. Don't miss out. The first annual Pop-Up Craft Shop, Sunday, November 14th at the Last Chance Bar, 1200 New Dallas Highway in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. 
put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Nikki Collin in her appearance on The Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas and uh, Nikki I was very I was very perturbed because I mean that's kind of exciting for me when y'all come over to the hilltop and uh, that's a pretty fun game to attend and of course I the Cowboys had to be playing on a Thursday night right and so I was just like this is this is not very good luck but what I did like is I was kind of I was going back and I was kind of monitoring things last night live, but then really got to see everything this morning. Um, pretty cool Dallas Baylor crowd, and I don't exactly think that was a, a huge home court advantage for SMU because the a lot of the Bears fans were not only there, but seemed to be, from what I could tell, pretty close to the court. Um, did you uh, did you kind of notice that as well? Oh my gosh, I. Um... You know, it was kind of back, just quite frankly, sipping on tea. Um, and when I when I came out, um, maybe at about the eleven minute mark, everyone started cheering, and I was just like blown away. Um, incredible! Um, and you know, they 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 the first two years I've been here, the the Baylor people have been at our TCU games, and. It's felt like a home game when we've been at TCU as well, but I think the nature of how Moody is at SMU, they're they're right there. And so I know it was a red out for them, but it really looked like a green and gold out. Um, <laughs> you know, we were white, and it just felt like we were playing at home. So crowd was incredible um, really all night. Yeah, and um, it was funny. I was getting 
pictures from friends of mine that have friends on your team and and so it just seemed like a fun night because dallas has so many baylor alums uh obviously um it's uh, i'm trying to think what all's happened since we've last talked um it's i kind of want to focus though on last night's game i as i've been watching this and looking at the at the uh, um you know a little bit of tape the uh I just can't get over, like, I mean, first of all, it was a nice win, and it was kind of like even after those runs they would make, you'd answer them. They made one uh, late in the second quarter to kind of get back in it after you'd taken a 10-point lead. Um, you know, they there, there was just some good things, though. Yaya is like, and I know we've talked about her speed and her being incredibly fast getting the ball up the court, but... I don't think I quite had an appreciation for, I mean, her passing ability and some of those passes she was making, uh, you know, even in the first quarter, it stands out in my mind. I mean, it, it just, um, it's that's hard to, I mean, you know, there's kind of a sixth sense that she has. And she's, again, Baylor's had some unbelievable players, but from, a, from a, just an instinct in passing, I mean, that's, first of all, it's fun to watch, but uh, that's got to be great as a coach to not only be able to run stuff, but have her thread the needle on those kind of plays is, uh, I would think that's pretty enjoyable for, for you to see over there. Yeah, she's special. I think it's, um, you know, and she's growing up. I mean, you, you I'm not saying that, that people don't understand this, but coming from, you know, she was probably under-recruited. Um, coming out of high school because of COVID um, and being in Connecticut. Um, but, you know, to, to, to take over 20 shots a game, you know, a year ago at Ohio and to play 21 minutes last night and take three shots, you know, it, it's learning. Um, she can go score. And, and so this maturation process that's happening on the offensive side of the ball where, you know, you take what the defense gives you, you don't force things. Um, you know, really getting our players to understand playing for the next action, you know, 27 assists on 33 baskets, but she does. She, she really ignited us. I thought we weren't, we knew our depth could wear them down and I don't think we played fast enough to start the game. And I thought she, she changed that. Um, and I think then as the game went along, everyone just played faster and faster and faster um, because we were having success and, and SMU got tired. And so you, you may not get that rim run in the first quarter, but you, you're going to wear your opponent down if you're consistently pushing it and you're consistently running to the rim and running wide on the wings. And so, you know, I, I thought it was paying off, particularly in the third quarter when we started to extend the lead um and and so I, I i thought she was a big part of that you know when you look down and you're like oh wow she only had seven points but i she really did impact the game i think for yaya um you know it's it, it's the defensive side of the ball that that's her she's getting better on offense it's very natural for her and she's she's so great um to have because she's so coachable she wants to be great um, you know, it's just it's kind of the focus, the game plan focus, the personnel focus, the you know, we're 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 gonna teach her to be a pro. Like I think this kid can be a pro someday. Um, but you gotta understand pin down defense and you gotta understand who you're guarding and what their strengths are and 
you know, you, you got to stay dialed in sometimes for 20 to 25 seconds on a possession. And she has all the physical tools, so it comes down to the discipline, the like, you know, just kind of staying in a stance and keeping her head on a swivel and anticipating screens and not being blindsided by screens, things like that, you know, I think. Um, but when she gets that side of the ball, like, she, she has, like, all-American potential. Yeah, it it's um it really is kind of it's fun to watch everybody and you know these new players you kind of get to know them. I mean, I I think who was that? Was that was that Yaya that made that pass in the first half into uh Bartley? I mean, it was like a half court just whips it in there and I mean, it's just kind of like well, dang. I mean, that that's just there's just kind of some uh some kind of uncommon things that you're that you know that we're we're seeing um what and i thought that was funny that early on in the game they said this is the first time this is the biggest deficit baylor's faced all year and it was like 10-6 i thought okay this is not (laughs) seems a little odd to to really be making a big deal out of this but you all kind of got that going um you y'all y'all go on these runs and kind of waves, and, and I think, you know, you're going to be able to put away teams at times. Dre gets off to, I mean, like, it's interesting how y'all start. It's not necessarily who is the hottest player early that's going to have the huge night for you. But, like, I have yeah. noticed that Dre early, I mean, she's just kind of, and I don't know if that is a calming effect on the team or whatever, but she's going to go in there and get a couple of easy buckets just because she operates so well. And then you'll go through a stretch like Dariana will just take over a game. Like either she's, either she's, you know, like offensive rebounds or scoring down there. I mean, it is kind of interesting to, I mean, do you get that sense during games that, hey, if we, there's a wave that's about to hit and we might be able to, to bury the other team here? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sometimes finding the right conversation combination um in the right Mm. moment and sometimes combinations are thrust you know kind of on you Sarah being in foul trouble last night you know kind of changed our rotation to some degree was a big part of why Yaya got extended minutes early you know and, and and that wasn't a bad thing for us not that Sarah wasn't playing well just you know that you know Sarah's going to be a mainstay for us and so you know I, I think that you know Bella might arguably have been our most consistent player this whole season, you know, and what she's bringing off the bench, scoring, rebounding, energy. The energy is the big piece of that. You know, I just, I think she's been super consistent, and I think our level rose when she came in, you know. And I, and I think, you know, that people ask me, okay, as you turn the page from no- November to December, like, what are the areas that you still need to improve in? You know, there's there's no doubt that I'm a perfectionist, and I think we missed opportunities to, you know, we assisted on 27 of our 33 baskets, but I thought, like, we missed opportunities to make the one more pass um, on multiple occasions, especially in the second quarter against the zone, and really wanting them to see that and to, like, own the unselfish concept, you know. I mean, we've had six games, and we've had six different leading scores in those games, which just shows you. Um, kind of what our depth can look like, you know, and, and Yaya is going to have a 20-point game, and, and Danae could easily have a 15-point game um, against certain opponents. And so I, I think we can score a lot of different ways, and sometimes it's about finding the right mix against the opponent and, and kind of what's working 
Um, I mean, SMU threw everything but the kitchen sink at us last night. I mean, I've, I, I will say this is we've seen triangle in two because Iowa State has played us some triangle in two the last two years, but I wasn't anticipating that, you know, um, last night. They had, they had shown a little bit against Colorado of, of some junk mm. stuff, some box in one, some triangle in two, but they, they kind of used that in the, the third quarter, and I thought, you know, we, we just, when I got them just to slow, I think I probably overcoached to start the game, you know, thinking we're our first road trip, you know, and I, I think as the game went along, I'm, I'm learning this team. Sometimes, like, the simpler the better, you know, and just getting into our continuity ball screen action, they just they couldn't guard it. So if we played with pace and flowed into ball screen action, we were getting the corner turn, we were rolling behind, we were, you know, getting just about anything we wanted. Um, you know, and, and our defense got better as the game went along. We just weren't dialed in game plan defense to start. And so I think that's a huge area of growth for us because we don't want to put ourselves in a 10-6 hole because we guard the first three plays the wrong way and we've spent two days prepping for those exact plays. Um, you know, those are frustrating moments for coaches, you know, so we have to be more dialed in to like, here's what we're willing to give up. Here's what we're going to take away. But, you know, we, we guarded their horn stuff wrong like three straight times and they hit three threes and got an open layup. And, and so, you know, we, we just have to be better, you know, we have to be better in those situations because, you know, 10-6 may not have affected us last night. And I do think, like you said, we have the ability um, to go on runs. I've always said against OU, um, when you play them, you know, that, that they can get down double figures and it just doesn't phase them because they know they have a run in them. Um, do I believe that this team can be like that? that? Yes, but I, I'm not I'm not that coach. <laughs> you know, I'm not the coach mm. that's like waiting for the wave. I'm like, I want to be good on defense and then we'll create our waves, you know? And so I know it may be coming because I'm, I'm slowly and sure, surely learning what this team is truly capable of, but it doesn't make me less disappointed when we make the mistakes that we've, you know, been working on to not make. You know, Nikki Collin on the Matt Mosley show, you've already had some huge deficit games. I mean, I it was kind of it's kind of funny to me. I was looking at one of those scores. I'd watched some of it uh, where things kind of got out of hand. I think y'all scored like 124 points. I mean, one a bit of an issue is like there's no there's. I mean, your team kind of goes now what 10, 11, 12 deep. So it's a little bit hard to call off the dog, so to speak. Uh, is yeah. that how do you how do you handle those situations? Because you're like wanting to, you know, everybody who's playing obviously could could help you this year. I mean, you don't want to tell them to stop shooting. What's your what's your philosophy on that? But when you get up by fifty or sixty, I can't say I have a ton of experience at it. Um, <laughs> so I, I know I know it was that way against McNeese, but what I what I also think is, you know, you, you compare McNeese and and Alcorn and like Alcorn controlled tempo at the offensive end. They minimized possession. So yes, we scored a bunch of points, but they also um, controlled, ran twenty seconds of clock, twenty five seconds of clock on every possession. Um, and so that was their way of like driving the score down um, because there were just fewer possessions. But McNeese shot it. I mean. If they're going to shoot it fast, you know, I mean, we, and 
you know, I've, I've, I've said this before, it is way more stressful in games like that for me to, like, be trying to shuffle, constantly shuffle lineups, get people minutes, try to reward people um, because you don't always get the, the ability to play all 13 players in a game, you know, but you, I spend more time looking at the box score to look at the minutes, you know, and, and, and you want to get certain players, whether they're starters or bench, who, like, man, maybe they're they're one for five, and you want to get them going and give them an opportunity to get going a little bit. But then you also, you know, want to reward the kids that, that may not play in the next game because of the matchup. And so I just those, – those games actually stress me out way more um, <laughs> in some ways than, than in SMU where all of a sudden I looked up at the scoreboard and thought, oh, how, how did we get up 29? You know, like we, we you know, hit that point where – it it just like it went rolled downhill quickly, and so yeah. I mean, I, I think you. What I told them even last night, we had a 17 point lead going into the fourth, and I said, look, we're not going to take the our foot off the pedal. Like they've made runs at us anyway, but we don't have any reason to take a bad shot. Like we have no reason. We want to play fast, but like, hey, if we don't have numbers, if we don't have a layup, if we don't have a drive, kick out, open three, like, let's run offense because we can get anything we want out of our offense. At the same time, I am not saying stall. Like, we're not in stall mode, and I never want to be in a stall mode. Like, I think there's times to control clock um, in fourth quarters. I think there's times when you're up eight against a good opponent to get into horns and get your best three players in the tunnel and, and allow them to make the decisions and to control who, where, when, you know. And then there are times when I think you, the more you move the ball, the more you're going to get to something, um, you know. So it's kind of feeling the game out even to what's worked and, and you know, what kind of ball pressure are we getting and, and things like that. So I just thought we got comfortable uh, regardless of what they ran last night. Last night was a game where we got comfortable, and that's what this team is is you know like beginning to do is is get comfortable finding each other and and making plays at the end of quarters and you know just that that's the big thing yeah well 13th in the country now um i know baylor is like a one of only maybe one uh or two schools that have both programs in the top 15 and that's pretty that's pretty incredible honestly but um uh, you you got to keep it going. And Sunday, of course, Oregon comes in. Um, man, that's uh, this Sunday in some ways is a highlight um, for women's basketball. And there's some huge games coming up. Uh, you know, it, it's um, it's it's. I mean, that's a game that you hope to get a a nice crowd. What are you uh, What are you preparing for uh, from from Oregon, a team that? Uh, Certainly, as I can recall, has, I mean, obviously, I can think of one, like, brilliant player they've had that's still in the WNBA. But who, who, uh, what stands out about this team as you, uh, as you start to prepare for that game? Yeah, certainly Kelly Gray's got it rolling there with Sabrina Unescu and, and Satsu Sabali. Yeah. Like, they might have been the favorites to win the championship in, in 2020 had the season not gotten called off. I'm sure I'm sure Baylor fans would argue that that Baylor was a favorite that year as well, and and, and I think they were, you know. But I think that's how good that Oregon team was. I, I drafted um, Maite Kazorla off that team when I was with the Dream, and so 
you know, Kelly has always been a coach that's been good at teaching ball screen offense, like really when to twist, when to roll, when to pop, like, you know, they, he may not use a lot of pro terms, but like his players were ready for the pros. Um, Cause I had as a rookie, you know, one of his, his, his players and Sabrina's obviously shown that she knows how to run a team in, in the W. And so, um, you know, they've signed some good recruiting classes, but they've also had some kids leave and and go into the portal. And so I think the unique thing about their team, they have huge size inside because they have a couple six seven kids, but their their strength is their two sophomores, Chance Gray and Grace Van Sluten, both Ohio kids um, that had great fresh freshman years last year and, and now are kind of the, their leaders offensively. But I think their challenge has been – the two kids they lost in the portal, India Rogers, who's a Dallas area kid, Bishop Lynch, um, who's at A&M, and um, Tahina Pow Pow, who's starting at South Carolina. Last year, they were a little like us in terms of playing three small guards, but all of them could really play in ball screens. All of them could score. All of them could get in the lane and, and kick and assist. Um, and so they, they just don't have – now they only have one of those three guards. And so – little bit different in terms of their playmaking ability they go big will look really really small on sunday um they're going to play sometimes six three at the three and six seven at the four and six seven at the five uh when they do that they've got to play zone you know so you know we've got to play fast and we've got to got to get in gaps and make those bigs move their feet and you know but but so you know i still think they're they're dangerous and and what i love is we're going to see something different we're going to see size like that we won't see until we play texas um and maybe not that size against texas but still like that texas is a big strong interior presence type team um so i think they're all like rewarding experiences as we you know kind of go through non-conference and face different type opponents but probably going to see a lot of two three some three two zone a little three-quarter court press just to to kind of kill time you know, but it's going to be our interior defense and our ability to guard those, you know, two key sophomores. I think, I think they have good players. I just think in a day and age where people are winning with with veterans, you know, they they play two freshmen, two sophomore, and like one junior. You know, the the bulk of their minutes, and so that's tough. You know, I mean, last year when I was playing two freshmen a lot, they still were playing along two fifth year seniors. Sarah, Jaden, you know, like they were playing alongside um, players with a lot of experience, a lot of minutes. And so when your sophomores are your, your go-to and they're your leaders and, um, you know, it, it, it can be a bit of a challenge at times. But they're, they're good. They're good. They're, they're coming off a loss to Portland, um, you know, but, but I just I think they, they're going to start to figure it out as the season goes along. Yeah, I hope it's not Sunday, but the Bears uh, will uh, will take take the fight to them. And then, uh, uh, I not that you need me out recruiting, but you made me think of something because Andy and that program at Bishop Lynch, I've kind of known for a long time. And uh, there's this is probably maybe already on your radar, but their starting point guard at at uh, at Bishop Lynch is a Baylor legacy who like would kill to play for you. So anyway. <laughs> Wow. Let's, okay. Let's just keep, okay. Yeah. Let's let's keep our eye at Bishop India. Lynch. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, India. India was a player who, you know, it, it's like timing wise. You know, we we would have loved to have, have talked to and um, in the portal, but 
you know, we had kind of already made moves before she really wasn't sure if she was going to enter her name in the draft or come back. And if she was coming back, was she staying at Oregon? Was she going to go into the portal? So her, her process was just later. And we had, we had already, you know, made, we had already gotten Jada. We had already gotten Yaya and felt really good about that. But India Rogers is great great player um when we scrimmaged texas a&m she smoked us pretty good so <laughs> now that we all know scrimmage texas a&m right <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right one of the bigger secrets uh we've ever had here i just could <laughs> not could not crack <laughs> well um hey great to catch up and uh i will uh I will be we'll be in touch and, and uh, good luck in the good luck Sunday and uh, that'll be uh, that'll be a fun one. Cowboys aren't playing, so I can just get zero in on yeah, that. Yeah, but go. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've got their win out of the week. I heard I heard it wasn't like their best game, but they won. One of those that you're just happy that you won. Yeah, you're going to have a few of those, and they did make it out 41-35, and everybody's healthy, and now they can sit back and watch the Eagles and 49ers on Sunday. But first, it'll be. Uh, the Bears and the Ducks, and uh, we'll all watch that's that. Right. Thank that's you, Nikki. Always up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right, th- I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. You bet. There she goes, Nikki Collin, the Baylor women's basketball coach. Uh, always love having her on as they get ready to play Oregon at 1 o'clock at the Farrell Center. You only have a few moments, a few games left at the Farrell Center. Take advantage of that. should be a great crowd out there. All right, it is um, uh, time uh, for a little uh, – uh, oh, we'll, we'll do some uh, NFL Blitz, and we'll do it next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Basketball, Saturday in the Farrell Center versus Northwestern State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit ubs.com slash relationship summary. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, into the uh, 5 o'clock hour. And uh, we just had Nikki Collin on, Baylor women's basketball coach, as they sprint toward the top 10. Hopefully the men are in the top 10. Number nine team in the country. We got two um, conference championship games in football. But my, we turn our attention now to Mart and Lovelady getting it on the regional final. Mart football, man, it's a it's a legend. 
And now we go to Tom Barfield. I mean, he's a man that's broadcasted from everywhere. Uh, Tom, give me a uh, welcome back to the program. How does uh, how's Athens High School look? That's a place that me growing up in Kaufman, I spent a fair amount of time right down the road in uh, 175 in Athens. What's our situation like there? Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful facility here at uh, Bruce Field. Uh, it's named for Bruce Almighty, I think. But uh, they've, uh, they've got a beautiful stadium here. And, of course, uh, we're here for the uh, regional final, which uh, we're pretty excited about, Love Lady and the Mar Panthers. Okay. And, um, uh, th- I mean, there's some nuggets. The winner will face either Chilton or Falls City Correct. in the uh, – in the state semifinals, and uh, I mean, this is Mart is just. I was reading a story on them today, and it and it's kind of interesting. And I think you can shed some light on this. How when they lost a quarterback, um, one of the reasons they were able to turn to Demontrell Medlock is because you know these kids learn multiple positions kind of early in school. I mean, going all the way back fifth, sixth grade. So. His freshman year, man, he played a lot of quarterback on that JV team, and then he's been ready for uh, uh, to be called upon. Tell me, like, what he's meant to Mart, and 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 how you know how important that is to have that kind of depth and versatility within this team. Well, it's simple. They wouldn't be here if if they didn't have that that depth and that versatility. And you know, he's been struggling a little bit with with turf toe, so. They've had to uh, take him out of the defensive side a lot, and they turned to Zach Medlock, and Zach has just played phenomenal on the defensive side. You mentioned that a minute ago, Matt, and you can talk to Kevin Hoffman, the, the longtime head coach at March. Uh, what, what, what he loves to see is they'll start two-a-day practices in August, and they'll be on the practice field, and they'll look off to the side, and there'll be 10 or 15 kids throwing a football around, you know, that are elementary-age kids. So it, it's they start young in Mark, Texas, and I don't think that's, you know, I think it kind of correlates that that's why this program is so successful. Does Hoffman, I mean, like, is there some excitement in his eye when he see when now when you started kind of getting on this beat and covering uh, Mart? I mean, you guys, uh, there's a kinship there. You've known him for years. I mean, did he was there? I mean, has has he has he been uh, accessible? And uh, has he provided a lot of information to your broadcast over the last few weeks? Oh, there's no question. And, again, he's, he's a guy that, you know, he understands the how rich in tradition this program is. You know, he's in his ninth year. He, mm-hmm. He's won 119 games, and he's lost 12 times. I mean, that'll kind of tell you. He's won three consecutive state championships uh, as the head coach in 17, 18, and 19. And, you know, he, 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 he gets it. Let's just put it that way. He understands what – what what this is about and what the program itself is about and and uh, to me you can argue that he's been the most successful of the head coaches in March. Yeah, I I like what he does. I also like occasionally following him on Twitter. I like to see where he's eating because that that's kind of sheds light. You know, I'm way into that scene, and so if Kevin's well, you like eating, a good Twitter now. There's no question. Yeah, and now I'm not I'm not as crazy as some, but I do like to get involved out there on Twitter. 
And uh, and you got to watch it because people do occasionally read that and remind you of some <laughs> things that you've said. Um, what what about uh, Tom Barfield joining us, getting ready to call this game over on uh, on Fox this evening, uh, and our Fox affiliate. Man, that's a good. That's all over Waco, Temple, Belton. A lot of folks down through into Salado are going to get to hear this. Uh, uh, and that's, that's great. That's great. Uh, from Athens. I like, there's a good fishery. The other day I was talking about that, Tom, uh, like a hatchery or something in, in, uh, in Athens. If you ever get the chance, you and coach Tusa would love that. Like a good fish hatchery. Well, we were trying to get here early, but the tour stopped at four. So we weren't able to take that tour, but we'll put (laughs) that on the list next time. (laughs) Boy, Athens. I don't know what they do over there. I've never understood that. My mom always told me that was a great place to take her school children, her gifted and talented class. And I'm not sure if there's some spawning going on. <laughs> no. Hey, both you guys I would have in the G&T uh, and a certainly accelerated learning class for both y'all. Now, this um, Mart, when we talk about some of these other players, the skill players. I was reading about them today. J.D. Bell, Richard Green, Ethan Hawking. Now, doesn't that sound like somebody that's good in the classroom? Ethan Hawking, D'Angelo Rhodes. I mean, tell me about some of these um, the players and, and just the, the impact they've had and, and obviously as Mart pursues yet another state title. Well, you start with J.D. Bell. I mean, here's the kid that Matt, he's averaging 11 and a half yards a carry. He scored 35 <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, you know, and he's, he's one of many uh, that, that get it done. You know, Medlock, you mentioned D. Montreal Medlock, and, you know, he, he's, he's at nine, 9.8 yards a carry. Uh, Richard Green had three touchdown receptions last week. I mean, and, you know, they just take turns. D'Angelo Rhodes, he's, he's another guy that can – that can run the football, that can catch the football, and occasionally they'll slide him over in that quarterback spot and a wildcat with him. So they got some versatility uh, with this football team. And, of course, they got a place kicker in Armando Chavez. Armando last week set the state record for most PATs in a high school career in the state of Texas. And he's just 10 away from the national record. I quite honestly didn't know anybody, anyone would keep such a record. But um, well, that, they do, and he has. <laughs> yeah, Armando, I like that. Getting involved, the kicking game. Now, what was that? I wanted to bring that to the air today because we had talked earlier in the day, and you had a really good nugget, and mm-hmm. it involved Falls City, uh, and and just some of the some of the uh, a couple of the teams involved as we get down to the nitty gritty in the playoffs. What is that nugget that involves a father and a son? Okay, so here's the story. Fall City's playing Chilton in their regional final. Yeah. And Mart is playing Mart is playing Love Lady in their regional final. And both are coached by a Kirchhoff. The son coaches Love Lady. The father coaches Fall City. So, I mean, you don't see that very often. But it, it just kind of ties Texas high school football together, doesn't it? And, of course, if Mark and Chilton both win, then you've got an all-Central Texas State semifinal, which is what we're all hoping for. 
Yeah, wouldn't it? That that is interesting. The father and the son, the Kirchhoffs. I mean, we can't be, mm-hmm. we cannot be rooting for both them to win, but we do kind of. I like the storyline there. That's some that's some good stuff. I feel like that's something like uh, it's breaking news here on the Mosley Show. But I like I like uh, you bringing that to the table. Well, y'all have a great call uh, tonight. And um, man, if I had more time, I was going to get your take on the whole Baylor situation. I will let you know that uh, uh, Spavital. Real quickly, Tom, did you have any thoughts on Jake Spavital? We remember him. We went to do that Baylor-Texas State game. I wondered right. if he was ever going to turn the corner. He didn't. Now it looks like G.J. Kenny will. But the, the Spavitol hire, does that interest you, especially with Spavitol having that uh, uh, air raid background? Well, I was going to say there's two things. Number one, he's going to bring an offense that I think the kids, and we call them kids, they're professional athletes now, and let's just cut to the chase. Uh, he's going to bring an offense that I think that, that – players will be interested in and you can I think it will certainly open the door in recruiting he's a guy that knows Texas so that opens the door in recruiting so I think it's I think it's some I, I think it's a good hire I think it's interesting uh it's an interesting hire and let's see what direction this thing goes as they dive you know into the NIL and into the portal and and in, into recruiting with with him and you know you mentioned it earlier we saw him at at Texas State and uh when we were down there because you know we you and I hung out on the sideline for that game that night because of the uh, spacious press box that we were we were mm-hmm. in, but uh, I, 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 you know, I think obviously, I, the the one thing that I, I'm curious to see is are these guys immediately coaching for their careers? You know, is, is mm-hmm. Dave Aranda uh, is he coaching for his head coaching career? Is Spavadol coming in and immediately coaching for an opportunity to be here two years? I, that's the interesting thing to me. That's a curious dynamic. Because we all know that you know the the leash is, is short, Matt. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's that's top secret for anybody. And so, uh, are these guys are these guys immediately coming in, uh, you know, behind the eight ball and on the hot seat? We'll find out. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are, but also they got a reprieve. It's like you can be on the hot seat, but got to feel extremely grateful to have survived. An awful season. So you got a couple of different things working there. Tom, y'all have a great call. Appreciate you uh, doing this, and uh, uh, good luck to uh, to Mart out there. Let's go get a let's go get a win. Matt, thanks. And by the way, terrific interview with with Dave yesterday. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Okay, y'all have a great call. We'll see you. You bet. Tommy B. Tom Barfield. Live from Athens, Texas. We got to do the dismount. Say good night to you. We'll get you set up for these other high school games tonight. That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid 
valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone in orders their town west or downtown locations. Baco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health's board-certified orthopedic physician team specializes in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedics today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own dime growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at gadamsrooming.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. 
on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is. And uh, <clears throat> every Friday we do bring up Coriel Health. And um, uh, that, I mean, it's just amazing. I've known uh, Dr. Lance Ellis, one of the orthopedic surgeons there, for a long time. All-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle. They use the latest minimally invasive technology including orthopedic surgical robot to perform total knee replacements. Um, just remember Coriel Health uh, and call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Yes, that spells knee. The orthopedic robot. Oh, man, unbelievable stuff over there. And uh, big night tonight. Franklin and Lorena in Georgetown. That's 92.9 Shooter FM. Drake and Cam getting ready to do that one. And, of course, we just talked to Tom. Tom and Coach Tusa uh, will do that Mart Lovelady game from Athens. Everybody have a great night. Baylor basketball tomorrow and uh, all kinds of football on our networks tonight. Uh, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday at 3 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agent.